Referring there to our church's annual meeting, those of you who missed it, you can pick up the agenda uh, out there on the uh, on the credenza along with the budget. Um, but uh, but there's one thing about it that kind of stuck in my craw. We did uh, at the end we prayed the litany of thanksgiving for a church, which in our prayer book is uh, starts on page 578. You don't have to turn there. Uh, and and on the whole, it's a <clears throat> a lovely litany. But but there was the one part where we prayed for this place where we may be still and know that you are God. We thank you, Lord. This is one of those places, and we have just a few of them in our prayer book, where I think the Scripture that is being used is not being taken in its proper context. We've got a few of those. Most, mostly, I think our prayer book does a, a wonderful job of bringing in Scripture and including that in our prayers. But every once in a while, I think they, they clang it off the rim, and this is one of those. And let me... I hope show you why. We're going to be in Psalm 46. One of the things, and again, I'm, I don't like to complain too much about the prayer book, but one of the things about our Psalter, which is lovely, is it does cut out some of the uh, notations that we have. Some, uh, some of the Psalms have notes at the top that say this is attributed to David, or uh, this one has uh, uh, of the sons of Korah, Shir al-Alamot, means a song according to Alamot, which doesn't mean it's a song that has a scoop of ice cream on it. It means a, a, a song, probably you're just basically singing it according to this particular tune, which starts out, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. And because of that, we're not going to be afraid. Even if the earth gives way, even if the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, its waters roar and foam, the mountains quake with their surging. The psalmist here is evoking all of the natural phenomena that are more powerful than any of us, more powerful than anything we could possibly control. The mountains are basically the only way anybody in the ancient world would have been able to get a bird's eye view of anything. You couldn't fly a drone, you couldn't get in an airplane, if you wanted to, to look down on stuff, you'd have to climb up on a mountain. And, and yet even those firm mountains in the psalm are quaking. They're falling into the heart of the sea. But in spite of this, the psalmist says, we're not going to be afraid. Why? Well, there's a river. In verse 4, he just says, a river. Usually we have to translate it, there is a river, but it just starts off, a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. See, in Scripture you have water used to evoke different senses. At the beginning you have this water that is raging and foaming. It's the kind of water that you have at the very beginning of Genesis when, when the earth is without form and void. The Spirit of God is, is hovering over the deep. These waters are waters that symbolize chaos, symbolize death. These are the waters that you go out on and you don't come back from. The waters, the deep waters where you have 
the great sea monsters. The Hebrew people were not generally a seafaring people. There were some, as a psalm in the office just said the, the other day, the, some that went down to the sea in ships, but on the whole, the, the sea is seen as a place of danger, seen as a place of death. But then you've got the other kind of water, the kind of water that you get from rain, the kind of water that you get from rivers and streams. It's not salty, dark, chaotic, dangerous water. That's water that gives life, water that makes plants grow, water that you can use to water your animals, which are delicious, water that you can drink that keeps you alive, water that cools off the air around it and makes it a pleasant place, which is how this city is described, this this river's streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. And God is there. God is within her. So she will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Even though nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall, He lifts His voice and the earth melts. See, the nations are another source of danger for God's people. When the nations are referred to, you're not thinking about like Epcot Center. The nations, well, those are the people who want to come in and take over, who want to drive you out of your land. Those are the people that will fight against you. story of the Old Testament is constantly one of God's people at war with their neighbors, with the nations around them that seek to destroy them. And so even though those nations are in an uproar and kingdoms fall, God lifts His voice and the earth melts because the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This is the refrain, and right after that, you get that word selah. Anybody remember encountering that word selah in the Psalms? We, we, we don't have it in the Psalter in our prayer book, but it's, it's a Hebrew word that means, I don't know. I actually wrote a whole paper in seminary about how we don't know what selah means. I mean, people have guessed all kinds of things. It could mean uh, you know, this is the time when the sopranos switch over to the altos. It could be this is the time when the one side lets the other start singing. It could be this is where you turn around and sing to the other direction. It could be insert screaming guitar solo here. We don't know. We just know that, that it shows up here right after this, this refrain that the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And when you see the Lord Almighty with Lord in capitals, that means, well, in the Hebrew it reads, Yahweh Tzvaot. Yahweh Tzvaot, in the hymn that Martin Luther wrote based on this psalm, Lord Sabaoth, His name is how it's rendered in the English. Yahweh Tzvaot is Yahweh, the God of angel armies, the Lord of heavenly hosts. Sometimes you see Lord of hosts and you're like, what are we talking about, like the people at the front of the restaurant who give you a table or, or maybe the little hosties, little wafers that come in. You know, the Lord of hosts means the Lord of heavenly hosts, heavenly armies, 
Armies of angels numbering 10,000 upon 10,000 that we read about in Revelation. He's the Lord who commands this great force. And He is with us. Yahweh Tzavaot Imanu Miskavlanu Elohei Yaakov. So come and see the works of Yahweh. The desolations He's brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow, shatters the spear. He burns the war chariots or shields. I'm not sure what that means, but He burns them with fire. So be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So I think when the psalmist quotes God as saying, be still and know that I am God, I don't think he is saying to us, there, there, it's okay, settle down. No, when he says, be still and know that I am God, this is a declaration to the raging nations that seek to oppress God's people. This is a word to the raging chaos of a world in rebellion against God and His purposes. This is a word against every force that comes up against God and His purposes and His people saying, stop. Enough. Cut it out. Know that I am God. And I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And I am with my people. You may have caught that in that verse. Which gets repeated as the last verse of the psalm. Imanu means He is with us. And if like me, you've already started listening to Christmas music, it's hard to miss that that word Imanu shows up in another name that we get. Emmanuel. God is with us. Emmanuel. It's almost like this all sort of works together. huh? This God who says to the raging nations, who says to every oppressive force that comes against His people, this same God is with us. This God of angel armies, He is with us. And He is our King, which is what we celebrate today, the last Sunday after Pentecost, Christ the King Sunday, the regency of our Lord Jesus Christ, who both is with us intimately, who dwells in us by His Holy Spirit, dwells in us and among us as we gather and who is also king over the entire universe. It's the same Jesus, the same Lord. And we give Him all glory and honor and praise. Do Him as our King. Amen.